Hey Tasmania, get crazy because the Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour is coming to your area of planet Earth. Saturday, April 6th, Launceston, Theatre North. Sunday, April 7th, Hobart, Theatre Royal. We'll see you there. And Melbourne, you can also get ready to dance because we're at the Hallam Hotel the 2nd of March, 2024. Tickets are all selling fast. Get your tickets on rewind80sband.com. Buena fortuna y felicidad para los novios. to the 80s montage. I'm Joe Jovi. I'm Sammy Hardon. This is part two of it our is. special, guys, where we've been talking about the little duality between We Are The World, the recording of, and the American Music Awards from 1985. Huge link. So this is the night where everyone gets pulled out of their seat straight into the studio for We Are The World. And the music is incredible. It's just amazing what they all these people achieved all in the one day. 
because you you think you know a lot of these people have been nominate nominees they've presented or they've performed at an awards ceremony for three hours that's right and then they've gone oh you know cross town gone over to uh m studios uh at about 10 p.m i think and they worked right through till dawn um playing one of the biggest songs in music history which is something you don't see today where artists wouldn't want to go out and just celebrate the fact they've won an award. Mm. They've gone to do the American, you know, the, the music thing. Yeah, and I mean… We are the world. I don't know. Look, if you're the real thing, I think you've got all the time in the world to party. And you've got good management that tells you get the fuck there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, now, Lionel Richie, to me, after watching this award show, is a machine. Yeah, God. Because he was not only comparing, he'd written We Are The World and he was also he was also orchestrating stuff to happen in the studio backstage. Yeah, absolutely. So sort of, you know, while people would be performing or uh, while there'd be like an alternative presenter on stage, he'd be sort of trying to lock down stuff for We Are The World. That's right. And then they'd give him a 30-second countdown and then he'd be back on stage. That's right. It's just incredible. Like the amount of pressure that he would have been under, yet any of the interviews that you see, any of the footage that you see of him in the documentary that we've just watched, The uh, the Greatest Night in Pop, which is about with 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 the world, he was actually like he was the charisma. Lionel was the charisma. He was the one sort of uh, gluing everyone together and sort of keeping the party flowing. Mm. And it was actually his job on the floor when they were record, recording "We Are the World." They were strategic about it. They were sending Lionel in to smooth everything over constantly mm. with the artists. Voice of reason. Yeah, he'd just get in there and just sort of, um, he just had a way with people. He was just very, so very charismatic. And maybe a lot more experienced than a lot of the others as well. Yeah, I think so. Because he's had the Commodores and he's had amazing hit singles. And yeah. The work ethic is just incredible. You wouldn't see that today. And we were saying sort of, uh, we were talking to each other before the show and um, Lionel makes the observation that he used to live at night, you know, like mm. he used to just do all of his work and all of his creation during mm. the night, like completely different life, mm. you know. Mm. It Incredible. is and he got stuff done. He came out and did Running With The Night as an opener. Yeah. And had full choreography and singing so we had to learn all that choreography. Yeah. You know, and – Dancing and yep. then they had the – I'm sure it was the Debbie Allen dancers. Yeah, yeah. With their little rock and roll tutus and incredible dancing. But the fucking backdrop was fucking Bendigo RSL shit, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It wasn't it was really basic, high profile it? fucking – it was nothing like the and video And the AMAs were, was a big deal. Big deal. You know. So you're looking at just the performance here. Mm. And no visual screens because they probably wouldn't weren't even really about. No. Or cost a thousand dollars. The American Music Awards, when you look back at it in 1985, looks like the budget was a thousand bucks. Yeah, it does. It's incredible. But yeah. as kids, we thought it was fucking crazy. Yeah. Man. But anyway, so Lionel comes out and does Running with the Night. Um, bit of Corey, bit of grabbing the chicks. 
and sings live. So a lot of the songs were backing tracks with live vocal. Yeah, that's right. And the thing I noticed when they had Hall and Oates out, Tall and Oates we call them. Yep. As Karen calls them in Will and Grace. Their backing track was really low so it was all just vocals and back. Like it wasn't the greatest song to do. I think it was. Um, Method of Modern Love. Method did. of Modern Love. Yeah. And there was M-E-T-O-D-L-O-V, blah, blah, blah. Like they spell it out for you yeah. just in case you're fucking deaf and yeah. dumb. Uh. And it was the shittest Hall & Oates song I've ever heard but they chose to do that and the backing track was way too low for his voice. Mm. And yeah. it just sounded really empty. So it wasn't a hundred percent, but we would not have known as kids. No, that's it. You're kind of looking at because we only know him from Man Eater and blah blah blah. And he comes out and does this song. I think they were trying to flog that song, and I don't think the song did that great. I don't know why they did it. No. Because they were about they started a tour in, in a couple of months. They were doing the Big Bang Boom tour. Um, starting from June or July. That's July. Right. They had the big bamboom bass drum. Yeah, in the video. that's right. Mm. Yeah, that was really kind of trying to cement their image and sound deeply within the eighties. Even though they were a seventies, you know, Hall and Oates were a seventies act. When you think about it, you yeah, know they what were I mean? pretty big in the eighties, but yeah, they yeah. were mini seventies. Yeah, but um, if you look at this though, this is where you see the fashion and the style. Mm. And it, the epitome of the 80s and we've got the biggest rock stars, Prince, Madonna, Cindy Lauper, the Pointer Sisters, everyone that you would know is on this show. Yeah. And get this, Alabama. Alabama. Alabama won fucking every second award. Yeah. This is where as a kid you'd sit there and go, who the fuck is Alabama? Exactly right. This is this. But is the they thing. were huge, and country was huge in America. They were really trying to push the country thing. Yeah, yeah. Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers were were, were big. That's it. Kenny performed this night as well. He did. He, a, did. Um, he uh, sang crazy. Um, Wallen Jennings as well, who would also go on to We Are the World, uh, performed a song called Waltz Me to Heaven. But um, we, what we might do is work down the List. nominees and winners because mm. it is quite interesting. Mm. One thing that we found quite early on looking down this list, very small number of nominees and this is completely different to today. Yeah. I've noticed with awards ceremonies, uh, especially recently, lots and lots of nominees. I think it's just to draw more interest and just get Keep more brand watching. names together mm. and you know what I mean? Like mm. colluding audiences trying to mix sort of crowds and that kind of thing and get more people involved. But, yeah, so first of all is a is a big one. Um, Favourite pop rock male artist. Nominees were Prince, Bruce Springsteen and Lionel Richie. Mm. Lionel won that one. Yes, it comes go. straight out after the first opening track. Yeah. It did now, too. Now, he was dressed in a lovely silver and gold llama suit. Llama, yeah. Llama. He, um, he had a lot Llama's of jackets. Llama's an animal, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wasn't wearing a, a llama skin. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was later. That was Bjork. But, uh, yeah, exactly. He, um, he, wore, he had incredible style at this time, Lionel Richie. Very 80s. Great jackets. Now, do you remember in the... We are the world thing when mm. they showed Lionel's house. 
and uh, he had the staircase and it was very 80s. Yeah, yeah. That's what the set of this show was like. Yeah, exactly. It was huge fucking stairs and not much else. No, very basic, wasn't it? No video screens. It's funny. It's, yeah. And it would have been luxurious in the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would have been hell. lucky yeah. to see this. Yeah. You know. Now, quite a few um, nominees and awards, so we will sort of rip through somewhat. Um, they did split it into country categories, soul and R&B categories, and then pop rock. So we've got favourite pop rock female artist. It was between Madonna, Cindy Lauper and Linda Rodstadt. Mm. I cannot say that fucking name for the life of me. No, that was pretty good. Rodstadt. Yep. I got it right then yeah, for the first did. time in my life. It's good. Cindy was the winner. Let's play some Cindy now. Very bold singing a Prince cover there when you were mine. Did it live? To Prince in with the crowd. Pa- with paintbrush? Yeah. And painted on the paintbrush. That's right. Which is interesting because I think Madonna did the paintbrush thing in Borderline years before. Yeah. Just an observation. But um, Cindy was young Cindy, still the same now though, just yeah. a bit slower. But the orange and the red hair, the outfit, and she's just out to sell it. And she was she was wacky. Wacky. She was really, really out there. But really good. Madonna, um, look, Cindy and Madonna, you know, they had that sort of duality at the beginning in the beginning of their careers. Madonna was starting to grow away from the Bohemian thing, I felt. You know, Cindy was really going for the just the 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 like the whack, whacked out boho thing with the sort of orange and yellow hair and all the bangles and the the necklaces and all the sort of mis- mismatching clothes with the flat shoes and you know what I mean, like almost yeah. clownish. 
Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? that's right. Madonna had done that. They had both done that. But Madonna had started growing away from it at this point, I reckon. Remember she wore the, the quite a glamorous extension. Madonna had I that sort of. I love this look on Madonna. Yeah, yeah. It was She looked beautiful she this did. night. She did. And I really felt for her. I really fucking felt for her. We didn't sort of talk about this last week but um, they the, the organisers, a lot of the sort of not so much Lionel Richie and Quincy and so forth, although I guess the buck would have stopped with them, more the talent management um, the, the talent managers, yep. um, they didn't. They didn't want her. No, they, there was one one girl that was involved yep. that did want her. She wanted Cindy, but the other the the blokes were adamant that they wanted Cindy, and they they argued about it. They had a full argument about it, and that kind of shit me because it was like. What you can only have one, like it was sort of weird. Like there's, it was so many more dudes involved. I mean, yes, I know you've got sort of Tina, Dion, you had Bit Midler, and so forth. So what if Madonna? Like it's not as if like Cindy and Madonna were versions of each other, and so let's pick the better one and just get the the better one. Yeah, but the trend at the time, if you went to school. And you were a Madonna fan? Yeah. You couldn't be a Cindy Lauper fan? No, that's true. So the marketing was very different. Yeah. I had an argument with a kid at school. Yeah. About Madonna and she was Cindy Lauper and we nearly had fisties because, well, not oh, that kind of really? fisties. Really? <laughs> Half your luck. Oh, God. No. How exciting. Not at 12. Bit young for that. Um, she really abused me because I was like into Madonna and she was a Cindy Lauper fan. There was yeah. a real rivalry there and I think it may have caused a bit of a kerfuffle yeah. with, with sales, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think so. And it sounds bizarre because you wouldn't do that now mm. and it'd be like whoever can do it. But I didn't think Madonna really kicked up a stink and I don't even think she knew what was going on. Um, I remember seeing who, who's, what's the guy from Chic, the producer? Niall Rogers. Niall Rogers. I think they were working together at the time. They were, they were recording at the time and hanging out this night, on this night. Somehow Niall was involved not not as a like a singer or a re- recorder, but somehow he was involved, and he was sort of everyone. He made the observation that like everyone around Madonna was talking about, you know, oh, we're not coming out to party because we're going to go and do this thing, this recording with Lionel, and she was really hurt. Like, really? and he saw it. Yeah, he just really? he said he saw the hurt in her face, and I've. There, there is in the doco in The Greatest Night in Pop, Huey Lewis on the red carpet with Madonna. Yeah. And they're asking him about it right, right. next to her oh, and she's shit. not involved. Oh, really? And she's sort of smiling. Um, she's just sort of smiling but you can see the hurt, the hurt in her face. Mm. And I've always wondered why Madonna was sort of became such a bitch and I just think of moments like this where like, Big names, big names were sort of going off and doing this big thing together, and it's like she didn't get picked on the on the team. You know what I mean? That would have been extremely hurtful, especially uh, when they even called Cindy a troublemaker. Yeah, in the doco. Yeah, because she's not. She's very outspoken. 
She's outspoken. And she's very like, but that like, song's shit. Yeah. Yeah. Where probably Madonna would have gone along with a lot more. I just think vocally they didn't think it would fit. And it's horrible to say it. Yeah. But there's more animation with Cindy. It's true. Because all the white fellas that were on there. Yeah. Sounded like black guys. They all yeah, they fucking did. brought it. Yeah, they did. Stevie, um, Huey. Kenny Loggins. Because you listen to Huey Lewis in the news, right, or you listen to Kenny Loggins and you think just average voices. Yeah. Their fucking ranges are fucking incredible. Incredible. If you try and sing that shit, yeah. good luck. Yeah. And right? talking of range, Cindy's range is fucking incredible. Cindy's range is over On the this, top. this, she's singing so high. Yeah. Yeah. When you were mine. So I'm I'm not surprised and I think it would have been I don't know, we don't know the backstory, but mm. I don't think they could have had both. It may not have worked. I've, I kind of agree with it. I love Madge, but I think having Madge in might have been too much. You know when they were they were reading the names out at the beginning of this award, there were a lot of names read out at the beginning of these awards. The biggest cheers by far were um, Prince, yep. Madonna, Lionel and Tina Turner. Yeah. And, I mean, Prince was begged to come. Prince should have been there. Mm. And I just think, like, it's such a, it's such an omission. It's, it's such a – so obvious that they've left her out because they thought she was a shit singer. Yeah, well, maybe. You know? Maybe. Anyway, moving on. So uh, then we've got favourite pop rock band duo or group, Huey Lewis in the News, Van Halen, but it was Daryl Hall and John Oates that won. Exactly. And well-deserved. Yeah. But I just didn't like the song they did on the awards. No, the it was The backing weird. track was mixed shit. The vocals were too loud. It sounded empty. The production. The sound guys weren't really on it. And you're looking at the 80s, right? So yeah. it's a lot easier to say that now. But how much organisation and skill and stuff would have to be done to make that sound incredible, you know? But I just think they're about to go on that big tour. They're about to do the uh, Bing Bang Boom Well, they're trying to tour. flog their new single. Yeah, but their big single at the time was fucking Out of Touch, came out just like a couple of months before. They were kind of like that Daryl Hall and John Oates. They thought they were musical and they are. Yeah, they're very but nerdy But they never like that. went, let's do the safe bet, let's do the next single and sell that. Yeah. But it just didn't come across very well and I'm sure if you got in touch with the boys, even though they don't talk anymore, they would probably say that was just the worst mixed thing we've ever seen or done. I would have just thought that song would have. Suited such a big stage and, like, what an amazing opportunity, you know? Anyway. Mm. Mm, Hall and Oates. I do like Hall and Oates. Mm. I love Hall and Oates. Yeah, Tall and Oates. I love um, Rolled Oats. Rolled Oats. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I have that every morning. Do you? Yeah. I love my oats. Yeah. Then we had favourite pop rock album, guys. This was uh, Michael Jackson nominated in this category for Thriller. We had Can't Slow Down by Lionel Richie, but it was Purple Rain by Prince was the winner. Purple Rain. Now, Purple Rain, you're looking at the tail end of Thriller here though. 
Mm. We've already had the awards for Thriller of the Year before. That's so this right. was the tail end where Prince was going to win mm. no matter what. Mm. Because Thriller was 83, 84. So you're looking at 85 here and basically um, thrill, Thriller was it's at its end. At its end. Yeah. And this is why I think Michael wasn't there because he kind of knew and I, I've got a feeling that he went into the studio and started singing the We Are The World before everyone got there. I th- yeah. But I'm not 100%. Cons- Thriller was so, so fucking massive. massive. I don't think anybody could have predicted it. And let's just say this. Dick fuck. That narrows it down. Yeah. Beyonce's husband. Yeah. Complaining that she's not winning any arias or whatever the fuck. Her music shit. What are you thinking, you fucking llama? Yeah. That like the music is shit. It's not thriller. It's fucking bells and whistles with girls are cool. Yeah. And now the daughter's in on board and she's fucking and to have the daughter stand there and just look at her father in admiration and the father's just telling America, they're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're showing you how it is. Yeah. Where's the song, bitch? It's a bit self-entitled, isn't it? Very self-entitled. And I think Beyonce was a little bit embarrassed by that. And the first thing I thought of was, it's not Thriller. Nothing she's produced is Thriller. No, that's right. Like that was a good album. Yeah. And for it to be in 83, 84 awards and then tail end the 85, strong. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Moving on then, we've got favourite pop rock song, When Doves Cry, huge nomination. What's Love Got to Do With It, Tina Turner. But ultimately it was Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen. Wow, there you go, go. Brucey. Look at these Now was he there? I'm sure he was there that night. I think he picked up the award. See, this is what I mean, babe. You look at. The nominees that we've done so far, right? Like only across sort of five categories, right? You've got Lionel Richie, you've got Prince, you've got Springsteen. You've got Cindy, Madonna, Linda, Ronstadt, Hall and Oates, Huey Lewis, Van Halen. They asked Van Halen, Van Halen weren't available. That's right. Um, On tour. That's right. Once again, Prince, then you've got Michael Jackson, you've got Lionel again, you've got Springsteen, you've got Tina, you've got Prince. Everyone there. Had won an award or become like a. Or was a nominee. Yes. Went off to do that song. 100%. Not, not Madonna, not Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt might have fitted in. I, I think. think she was via satellite though. Oh, she was. Yeah. She was via, no, via satellite. that's right because she wasn't in town, yeah. of course. And there was another why. country singer, the blonde chick, that was via satellite. Oh, I would have been so hurtful via for Via satellite we don't even hear about it anymore. No, that was a big deal. It was a big deal. Cost them thousands. It did. It did cost them a lot of money. I think Linda was away. Yeah. And we're looking at people that have won these awards or been nominated that should be celebrating Going to work in an hour's time. I think the awards went for three hours because I tried to watch them the other night. I watched them last night. Yeah. I honestly stayed up until Prince and fell asleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't because of Prince. It was because there was no backdrop. There was nothing dynamic about the yeah, fucking strange. stage. Strange, it was like Box it? Hill Town Hall. Yeah, yeah. 
Going to see the Christmas pageant. It was really like that. And um, Lionel was amazing as a host. Yeah, he really was. And then Prince, of course, Lionel's word for the night was outrageous. That was his word for the night. Yeah. So when Prince came up with his little girl, Dolly Wrestler. He came up with Chick, remember, the massive fucking wrestler. Then it was outrageous. But now the one thing Cindy does do when she wins a reward is recognises the the, um, wrestling industry. Yeah. Because as we've said, that's what started her music. Yeah. No one wanted her music. No Mm. fucking record company gave a shit. Yeah. But the Wrestling Association were all there. Yeah. And that's what started her career. Yeah. I guess because Cindy was a bit older, maybe they just thought she was too old or whatever. But And they, their suits at the end of that day, they don't know talent. They no, that's right. pay the money. Yeah. You know, it's whoever can buy the most drugs and suck up the biggest ass. Yeah, you know? that's it. But, um, yeah, so I, I found that interesting when Prince brought up his – and I think Lionel was taking the piss out of him a bit because – if you can't walk from a seat to the stage without being mobbed, there's something wrong. But that was Prince. It was just weird. That was Prince. That's what he did. Yeah. So then we've got favourite pop rock videos. The videos are starting to be, um, you know, this would have been a relatively new category too. So um, you've got Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. You've got When Doves Cry by Prince. Ultimately though, Hello by Lionel Richie Yes. Wins. Which I think is interesting because I thought When Doves Cry was a fucking incredible film, Claire. Can't Slow Down was one of the biggest records ever. Yeah, it really was. For housewives around the world <clears throat> in the 80s. It really was. It was in my household. He was wholesome. Wholesome. He wasn't out fucking, you know. No. With the needle in his glue. arm. That's fucking, right. You know. Yeah. And my mum used to go around the shop and get cigarettes and I'd fucking put that record player on as soon as she left the driveway. Yeah. And I was doing fucking step ball chains to running with the night. Fucking that was it. Yeah. It was 20 minutes of fucking step ball chains, <laughs> running with the night, can't slow down. That song just got me as a kid. Yeah. When Doves Cry was an amazing song, absolutely. But Lionel had the world by the balls. That's right. And once again, like an, a secondary sort of um, video category. So so there were three video categories. There was favourite pop rock male video artist, favourite pop rock female video artist. In the male category you had Prince, you had Springsteen. It was Lionel that won that one. That's pretty Wow, amazing. he won six awards. He fucking did really well that year. You had Laura Branigan, you had Tina Turner, but ultimately it was Cindy Lauper that won. Mm. Big year for Cindy too. Mm. Amazing. Now Laura Branigan's beautiful. Yeah. You know what the saddest part is about watching the show? Half of them are dead. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. You're looking right. at it going, Prince is dead, Laura's dead, Michael oh, Jackson's how dead. Can it be right. How can it be true? Yeah. yeah. Just that flung. was our childhood, now dead. The Michael Jackson that died. Is not a this one. different being yeah. to the Michael Jackson that you see in this in this clip and in you know no that, no no that's not Michael at this time. we the world killed Michael when they accused him of all that shit yeah that was it yeah he his royalties were up on beat it or maybe the first album off the wall yeah 
he didn't want to give the record company it back. Yeah. He brought he kept the royalties, which mm. means he doubles his income really. Yeah. The record company just fucking made shit up. Yeah. Especially through Thriller. Yeah. And killed him. Yeah. They just made up so much shit because yeah. whether you believe he did that or not. Yeah. How did he have children in the end if that's what he did? Yeah. It's not legally possible. And if you watch the daughter who's gorgeous, she went to the last awards. The daughter is the most amazing woman. Yeah, look, yeah. she smokes a bit of fucking mole, whatever. But there's been no damage done with those kids. No. It's just bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Paris, by the way. Yeah, that's right. Now then we've got yeah. favourite pop rock band, duo or group video artist. Culture Club. Yes. Duran Duran. It's won by Huey Lewis in the news. It was. How's that, mate? It was. So Huey's a huge part yeah. in We Are The World. He's won this award. Now this is where the English start to sneak in. Yeah, that's right. Because they had Culture Club via satellite. And Boy George has got the short black hair. And he's like, yeah, bro, how you going, you know. Um, we start to see the English start to creep in with the Duran Duran and they can't even pronounce their names right. (laughs) They did a live cross to Culture Club that was via satellite. They played a song live. Yep. Which was interesting. Now the most interesting part of this show though, I have to say as an Australian, guess who the fuck was on it? Who? I'm drunk and I can't remember. Um. (laughs) Midnight All. Bullshit, serious? Not Midnight All, lead singer. Peter Garrett? Peter Garrett compared one of the awards. Are you kidding me? I think it was um, Laura Brannigan. Wow. And he started on his rage about... You know what the band was like and stuff. So yeah. I don't know what that was about. But then when you hear that, they did chart with a lot of their records. Yeah, yeah. So that might have been just as they were sneaking into the charts. Yeah, yeah. But I was excited to see that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. Mm. All right, so we sort of jump into the soul R and B categories now, ladies and gents. It's very much an African American. Set of nominees, it really is. Mm. It just shows you, it shows you the contribution of the African American community yeah. to international music. Firstly, you've got favorite soul R and B male artist Michael Jackson, Prince, Lionel Richie wins. Wow! Out of those three, Lionel Richie wow. wins. How incredible! We've got favorite soul R and B female artist Sheila E, Chucky Khan. It's Tina Turner that wins. Yep. Tina Turner's year. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. Big and comeback. deserved it. Yeah. She had the Aussie manager. That's Roger right. Roger Davies. Yeah. She thanks him. He's sitting next to her. They've started this whole Tina Turner thing. You know? Oh, gotcha. And, and she's gone as well. You know, it's really fucking sad to watch. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because there's never going to be superstars like that. Where are we going to find them on fucking TikTok? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not going to be on TikTok. Exactly. Over 50. Yeah. There's just, it was just so brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And I remember being a kid watching this going, oh, my God, 
this is exciting. Yeah, gotcha. Favourite soul R&B band, duo or group? We've got The Time, which absolutely blows me away that they've got a nomination. Yeah. Cool and the Gang, which I fucking love Cool and the Gang. Pointer Sisters, they win. Pointer Sisters would have won. Yeah. Now the Pointer Sisters on this show did seven singles. Seven of their fucking songs. It was a nightmare. Jesus. Now. You want to see a group coming out looking like Space Invaders? Yeah. Have you seen uh, – just Google what they wore. She wore a triangle on her head. Yeah. The middle chick. What the fuck? It was the worst – they had the worst dress sense. But yeah, they did. You really knew what they were doing. But yeah. But they're great at moving together and, and the edits were shit but they were quite good. Yeah, Because yeah. you think to yourself, could they have seven songs? They certainly did. But it was really interesting to see, and this is the thing that I did pick up on watching the awards, is that a lot of the songs that were sung were written by other people. Yeah, gotcha. Fire, yeah. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, so that's a cover. When You Were Mine, Prince. Uh-huh. How would you be sitting in the audience going, well, there's another one of my fucking songs? Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, he would love the that. The industry was all about publishing. It was all about the song. It didn't matter who wrote it. If it was a good song, we did it. Yeah, you know, totally different industry. But, yeah, no, the Pointer Sisters came out and did seven songs because I thought I'd heard wrong. Like I thought, oh, seven songs. Yeah. Oh, really? Gotcha. Who the fuck does seven songs? They did seven songs. They did I'm So Excited. They yep. did Automatic. Yep. Neutron Dance. Yep. Fire, which is the Bruce Springsteen cover. Slow Hand, He's So Shy. I like and that. And Jump For My Love. Yeah. Yeah. He's so shy. And I'm pretty sure... How many are left of the Pointer Sisters now? One or two? Oh, I thought there were two, but yeah, it might yeah. be two. Again, gone. I think there's only one of them still in the Pointer Sisters. Okay. Out there, record like out there performing, but she's with two of her nieces. I oh think. yeah, so yeah. they still in the family. But still, a shock to know that. I mean, the shock that the time has gone so quickly. Yeah. And that we were once 15, or I was, yeah. watching this going, oh, my God, this is what I want to do. And now we're at an extreme where all these people have passed. Yeah. And the industry's not the same. No, that's it. There's no competitiveness. No. It's all about whether you can drink a carton of milk and fucking ride on a skateboard. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just moved so far from the 80s. Then we've got favourite soul R&B album. We've got Thriller by Michael Jackson, as as Sammy said, like at the tail end of Mm. things for Thriller. Mm. Can't Slow Down by Lionel Richie. But Mm. Purple Rain by Prince. It was a big year for Prince, mate. Purple Rain was absolutely massive. The film and the song. And he brings out the whole band. That's right. In this episode, like this this award. Oh, with their blouses on yep. and Yeah, and they all love him and Wendy's there and Lisa and oh my God, Dr. Prince. Fink and, yeah. you know. Favourite soul R&B song, Caribbean Queen, No More Love on the Run, Billy Ocean. Mm. I didn't know it was called that. No More. I thought it was just no Caribbean Queen. No More Love on the Run. Yep. you just call it Caribbean Queen and leave it at that? Maybe. Know. What's love got to do with it? But Tina Turner. But then it's When Doves Cry by Prince that wins best song. Let's play that now.
Amazing song. Mm. Amazing. Amazing song. Now, this wouldn't have helped with Prince going to the studio, actually winning against Michael Jackson and locking in a few awards. Maybe he just felt a little bit like he didn't need to be there without a guitar solo. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? Interesting, isn't it? They probably should have just let him do a guitar solo. You were. Yeah. It was fucking beige. But then you would have had prints on this list Yeah, well, as well, that's right. You know? That's right. But, you know, in the time, you don't think like that. Nah. You know. Let him do the fucking Another one solo. gone. Prince. Another one. But you think of like some of the guitar solos that Prince has done. Like he played, Prince is uncredited, but he played the guitars on Like a Prayer, the single. Um, I'm trying to think of other big iconic solos that he's done in other people's songs but escaping me for the moment. So then we move on to the video awards. We've got Favourite Soul R&B Video. We've got Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. When Doves Cry by Prince but it's Hello by Lionel Richie. Okay. The whole time Lionel Richie is on this show, the American Music Awards, Mm. I'm thinking of the Clayhead. Oh, yes, yes, of course. I'm thinking of, this is how I see you. Oh, God. All the time. Like, that clay head in Hello is the biggest thing to happen in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. How long do you reckon it took him to make a clay head of Lionel Richie? A day? A long time. Long time. The size of Lionel's head. Yeah. He's got a big head, mate. Fucking great marketing. Yeah. Right? And you're looking at a video where he's mini stalking her, and I'm just looking at his head going, "Fuck that clay model's great." Yeah, yeah. And mini laughing because it's like that was the funniest shit ever in the eighties. Now I'm not sure if you noticed, but that was the same list of nominees and winner as the pop rock category as well for the uh, favorite. Uh, Favourite video? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. We move straight into the same nominees, a little bit different, a little bit different. Favourite soul R&B male video artist? We've got Ray Parker Jr. We've got Prince. Once again, Lionel Richie, ladies and gentlemen. Huge night for Lionel. And this is what we're getting at. The work work ethic ethic. of this guy to compare the night, win six awards, 
performed the opening track. Then he performed another track, by the way. Yeah. You can watch it on YouTube, but it goes out of sync. Yeah, right. So I just, you have to split your brain in two. Like you have to watch it yeah. like behind. Because there's nothing you can do. It's just the video is so old. Favourite soul R&B female video artist, ladies and gents. We've got Sheila E, mm. Chaka Khan, mm. but it's Tina Turner that takes yeah, it home. Tina Turner. Look at that. Good old Tina. Now, it would have been a hard year for Sheila E especially because she was not given a lead. No, no. On that Look, track. some quality people were not given a lead. Some Some big names were not given a lead. So I think... I don't think she felt bad about that. I think she felt bad about the fact that they kept asking about Prince and kept trying to, like, encourage her to ring Prince knowing that, you know, only so many people are going to uh, be able to contact Prince for a start, you know, and she was one of them. I'm not sure what happened there. I'm not sure what happened with Prince. I think Prince doesn't like people. Um, Prince, and Prince doesn't want to be anywhere near. Well, he wants near. to do it his way, babe. Yeah, yeah, Like right. he wanted to do a solo, they said no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he could put a solo in fucking You look at the Mary guitar work land. that he's, he yeah. does in that tribute with all the guitarists. Yeah, where they're yeah. Playing um, my guitar gently with. Yeah, that's amazing. That's hot. Finally, uh Favorite band duo group for soul R and B, soul R and B guys, video artist. We've got Cool and the Gang. We've got the Time. Good old the Time, but it's the Pointer Sisters that take it home in mm, the end. Very American contemporary. Yeah. Now looking at the Time, you had Vanity gave an award out. You had Apollonia given an award out. It was really Prince dominated. Yeah, it really was. Well, it was like, huge because of the film. Maybe he was just a little bit bigger than he thought. You've got Apollonia. Yeah. Just dropped her top, dipped in the lake. Yeah. In the movie. Mm-hmm. So she fucking thinks she's great. Yep. And so she should. Yep. You drop your top and end up in the lake, Minnesota or wherever it was. Make sure the uh, camera's on. Vanity, not alive anymore. Yeah. Sexy as fuck. She wears that black jumpsuit with the fucking feathers that she wore in Pretty Mess. Yeah. Which is one of my favourite videos, Pretty Mess, Vanity. Look that up. Pretty Mess. Such a pretty mess. Amazing. Mm -hmm. The time were huge at the time. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Mm. Very cool, guys. Now what about Alabama? How many did Alabama so I'll quickly go through the country nominees because there's this Because there was. We don't. Always know the winners and nominees, though, here in Australia because country was a very big American. But we still saw it in the We show. still did, yeah, yeah we still I did. Because I never understood who the fuck Alabama was. No, that's right. So I'll pick out the ones that we know and I'll also do the ones that were involved in this night. So favourite country male artist, we've got Ricky Skaggs. See what I mean? Hank Williams Jr. Mm. But ultimately was Kenny Rogers that would yeah, take it home. Kenny Rogers. And in the ju- favourite duo or group, you've got the Oak Ridge Boys, you've got Le- the Statler Boys, the Statler Brothers. It's Alabama that wins. Alabama. Beautiful. Kenny picks up another one for favourite country album, guys, Eyes Eyes That See in the Dark. He beat out Alabama on that one, so he sucked in Alabama. 
Um, and guys, favorite country song that was a, was a big year. Mama, he's crazy by the Judds. A little good news by Anne Murray. Anne Murray was huge. That's right. But it's she was huge next to your fucking Demos Rusos album. Oh, that's it. That's and it. Julio Iglesias. That's it. Ultimately, Every grandma. It's Islands in the Stream by Kenny Rogers yep, and Dolly Parton that's that right. take one, that one home. She that wasn't ball. there, so he went that's up. That's right. That's right. That's right. Neither were her. Um, well, she could have done. We are the world. Yeah. We are the titties. Yeah. Wasn't there. That's right. Probably on tour. We are the world and here's a couple of satellites floating around. And the biggest songwriter in the world was Dolly Parton. Yeah. And who said that? Oh, yeah. Maddie's been watching Collective Soul stuff and um, Ed says, you know, because they covered Danny with Danny Shine, Dolly Parton covered Shine and he was saying it was such an an honour to have one of the biggest oh, yeah. songwriters in the world yeah. cover your song. God, yeah. You know, which is the truth. Anne Murray would go on to pick up two more awards, guys, one for favourite country video and one for favourite country female video artist. Boring as batshit. Yeah, quite but boring. everyone loved her. Our other big winner for the country category that we all know and love, guys, favourite country male video artist, Waylon Jennings nominated, Hank Williams Jr. nominated, Willie Nelson takes it home. Yeah, well, there you go. He was also in that song. Yes. So you're realising that all these people that have won awards mm. have been professional enough to get off their chairs yeah. and go and do this session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. this is why I wanted to link the two together because I don't think you'd get many musos doing that now. I'm amazed that they got that many marquee names involved. Like I really am. I, I, I just think sort of people of this level are so, so hard to manage as a group. Mm. I'm not surprised what happened with Cindy Lauper with the boyfriend. Mm. That shit just must happen mm. left, right and centre. All the time. And you just wonder how many more artists were attached that just sort of towards the last minute were like, nah, mate, I'm not coming. Sorry, I'm not doing it. Well, what's your outlook on the actual track? Do you love it or do you like it or is it because there's so many artists in there? I don't think the track's great. I don't think it's great. It's no. a jingle. It's a jingle. You know? Yeah. It's not – I'm not going to listen to it in my car. I don't know. No. It's a jingle, you know. like Compared to Band-Aid – Feed the world. Oh, I love feed yeah, the world. Yeah, well, I do too. I love feed so the world. So this is the thing. Yeah. It was a different dynamic for Aussies to watch because yeah. we weren't into R&B contemporary, mm. clap your hands and yeah. see who turns up, you know. Yeah. It's interesting for me as a kid when you now watch the video back of We Are The World, you mm. understand half these artists came from the American Music Awards. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't right. really that they needed them. Nah. It was because it was the double let's get them from America Music Awards and put them in the song. Yeah, yeah. Kim Carnes, I would never – I mean I love Kim Carnes but yep. I would never have imagined her in a track like that. No, that's it. Absolutely not. Nah. Yeah, you Interesting. Not? But a really interesting subject because they really didn't need to save the finances but to get the people together in one room yeah. had to come from somewhere. Yeah, that's right. And do you remember when they roll up in the car park and you've got Billy, Billy um, 
Joel with Christy Brinkley That's and all it. that stuff, and you're thinking, how many of them brought in their fucking partners? At a yeah, God, yeah. Here's Christy. They had to clear well, the room. No, we remember? don't have fucking time, mate. They had to clear the room, sort yeah. of at, right at the beginning of the recording, because um, it was getting raucous. Yeah, and nobody was listening to Quincy. That's the thing. People want to bring like, their partners nah, to work. Go next door. Yeah, exactly right. Nothing you know? worse. Especially, and because they're celebs, they kind of want them there, but they don't. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like Chris, I mean, this was a this was different because even though Christy Brinkley was there and and she would have added to it, no one was knowing about this until it was released. Yeah, yeah. So you needed to go. Yep, drop off Billy and fucking see ya. Yeah. I mean, God only knows what Cindy's fucking dickhead did. Mm. Picked his nose at the fucking oh, awards and started. He's a shocker. Probably sooked because she didn't agree with that, him. I did find that intriguing that Cindy actually listened to that guy. Yeah. I just thought she was, and I'm sure she'd look back at it now and go, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's married a lovely guy now. She's had a child. Fantastic mm. guy. Yeah. That isn't in the industry. Yeah. As far as I know. Mm. There was a Cindy Lauper. A show with the both of them in it, which was really good, and this and the kid and stuff. But David was just a fucking nut job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You know, and um, but apart from that, I think it's interesting to look back at the artists that we don't see anymore. Yeah, I got very saddened by Tina Turner not being around. That doesn't seem real to me no. yet. But even Prince, it doesn't seem yeah, real to no. me. That, yeah, The Bambi eyes. That never has. No. Prince's death I've never accepted. No. You know? Even Michael Jackson. Mm. But that's been a lot longer. We've been watching Michael Jackson slip away for years yeah, before well his that's death. True. You know what I mean? That's true. They were crap. Yeah. Prince was in, enjoying... Still enjoying an incredible career when he died. Yeah. He really was. Yeah. He really – he was still interesting, still out there doing interesting stuff. He was iconic, you know, like just incredible. Anyway, there we go, guys. That might be our show. What do you it reckon? Is. It is. Good on you. Well Thank done. you for listening. Part two of our special, guys. Yeah. We are the world and the American Music Awards 1985. And if you do want some nostalgia, put on the 1985 American Music Awards. You won't get far. Yeah, <laughs> no, they no, are I, good. You know what? They're I did incredible. fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I watched it last night in bed. I was on my own and mm. said, I'll just have a coffee and watch it. Yeah. I got to Prince and he was singing, fuck knows, I can't remember, and I fell asleep. Yeah, gotcha. And I was like, woke up and it had it all finished. Yeah. But I did a good two and three quarters hours. It's a three and a half hour episode. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Long, really long. Mm. It just sort of goes to show they, they worked hard, all of those artists on that day. It's absolutely incredible that that song – got achieved, that there weren't more people getting to the end of that award ceremony. Going, like, I can't be fucked. Fuck That's yeah. right. Yeah, and just yeah. heading off anyway. Which is what everyone else would do. Yeah. Brilliant. There we go, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Now please like, share, rate and review. Get the friends involved as well, especially if you love We Are The World. Um, and you've watched the doco, guys. Just mm. listen to our, our commentary of the doco as well from this yeah. week and last week. 
Good on you. Thank you very much. Thank you to our subscribers, guys, and a big, huge thank you to our Patreons all around the world. Uh, if it's music mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. 